In this series of Thought for the Day during Holy Week, we are following the events of the last days of Jesus, leading up to the crucifixion. Our passage today is taken from Luke chapter 22, verses 39 to 53. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going on, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple, the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. We come in this reading to a crucial moment of Jesus' ministry and purpose, a crossroads. As he journeyed towards Jerusalem, he had been warning the disciples of what was to come. And they didn't quite understand, and, and, and why would they? But they could sense the growing tension. Jesus had just performed the extraordinary act of washing the disciples' feet, and now they were out in an olive grove in the dark and Jesus was very distressed. This was his moment of choice. Matthew and Mark record that Jesus said he was overwhelmed with sorrow. Only he was aware of what lay ahead in the next few hours. Only he knew the suffering and anguish that awaited him. The Greek word used for anguish here is that of someone fighting a battle with sheer fear. Should he continue on this path, the road to the cross? Or could there, even in these last moments, be another way? Of all that we read in this passage, the most important phrase is, 
yet not my will, but yours be done. This was not the resigned submission of defeat or helplessness. This was no begrudging acceptance of what lay before him. This was a declaration of perfect trust in the Father. Even though it was not an easy thing he was being asked to do, he was gladly and freely submitting to the will of the Father and the pain and agony of the crucifixion. Because of his love for the Father and his confidence in the Father's love that would never let him go, Jesus faced this terrible, brutal assault, the cross. He faced it willingly. As the events of that first Easter unfold in all their horror over the next few days as we read them, let us never forget that Jesus chose obedience and the cross out of love for the Father and out of love for us. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. My friends, watching all through this time of Easter, as this sacrificial love of Jesus is willingly poured out on the cross for me and for you. Forty days and forty.